art on your sleeve. Hello, welcome to Art on Your Sleeve, episode 6, a podcast about art, design and the music industry. In this episode, I speak to John Petch, a local artist and painter, about his work with OMD, that's Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark, on their latest album, The Punishment of Luxury, and the singles that came from it. I came across John's work at an exhibition at the Dot Art Gallery in Liverpool recently, when OMD performed an impromptu gig in a back alley in the city centre as part of the Light Night celebrations. It was a lovely thing to come across on the night and people had travelled from far afield to see the half an hour performance but it was well worth it as was the exhibition that was on at the gallery of John's work. On the night there was far too much going on for me to chat with John so I arranged to go back to the gallery later on and have a chat with him about how he got involved in art, how he built the relationship with OMD and eventually went on to design the covers and also to find out a little bit about how he works, the kind of medium he uses and some of the theory behind the design. Just to read a little bit about the actual art pieces he created from the literature, it explains that he took inspiration from the symbolist works of Giovanni Sagantini, whose foreboding painting The Punishment of Luxury lends its name to OMD's 16th studio album. Petch translated traditional philosophy into abstract symbolism using bold geometric intersections and acidic blocks of colour. But rather than reading it, I'll let you hear it from the man himself. So sit back and enjoy. So John, tell me a bit about how you first got involved in, in art in a broader context before you got around to doing the stuff for AMD. Where did you begin as an artist? Oh, it goes right back. Um, right. Really, I suppose that I've always had an eye for being creative. But I guess you, you, you kind of, your way in life and your talent goes in different directions. And sometimes you come back to doing the thing that's most important in your life. Um, it's, it really started at... Uh, when I was back in school, I had a brilliant art teacher. His name was Scarland, the Blue Coat. And he, he was a teacher who was, um, taught me um, how to critically look at the work that I was doing and um, developed from there. And then went on to college to teach art. And I came into teaching th- throughout Liverpool and then moved into Wales as well. So it was quite a journey and then ended up coming back. And I guess I've always painted, but since, you know, when you paint, you you do need time. You need the energy and focus. And um, um, and while I was teaching, it was quite restricted. So for personal painting, you know, it it was great for me to get back into painting over the last um, 10 years or so. And, Take off from where I left off in the in the early 70s, which was geometric abstraction and, and um, um, expressionist art. Which is going to be one of my questions, actually. Are there any particular artists that, that particularly influenced you from then and also more recently? Well, Mondrian, um, 
the, the Bauhaus school, um, all that, the hard edge um, work in the 50s, and then going to uh, uh, the, the abstract and geometric work, Bridget Riley, Sarah Morris, artists like that mm. who you know, paved the way for, for looking at uh, shape, line, colour, and the interaction yeah. between them, um, vibrant colour. Yeah, it really shows in your work. It's the, that's kind of yeah. those kind of very sort of citrusy colours and things. It's that's right. Yeah. Although in the, in the in the work recently with Andy, he did ask about that <laughs> having something that was going to be vibrant as yeah. well. Yeah. Although you know, I have a, I guess I paint with a, a, a restricted palette, so I know the colours that I'm going to use. Mm. So that when someone's seeing my work, they quite well recognise, you know, that, yeah. that it's, it's my work, made partly because of the, of the, the colours that I'm using. I guess as well, in some ways, there's a different sensibility when you're... Um, because this wasn't just about a painting, it was it was design as well. It was designed, it was created to be a cover. So were there any kind of, um, I mean, you mentioned Andy sort of asking about using particular colours, but were there any other um, suggestions or constraints on what you should do with it? Oh, yes. Um, it started off with um, Andy getting in touch with Dot Art to see if I would be interested in, in, in working with a cover for them for their next album which was, was nearly three years ago. Wow. So it's a time process. Yeah. has to be right for the band. And um, so that was the thing. So it's sort of, uh, th there was a, a yes, I'd be interested in looking at this. And then it was a year later, in January <laughs> uh, 15, that um, I got to meet Andy. And we, we had a meeting and he came with ideas himself of what he wanted to, to happen. So there was a kind of creative brief which uh, I was then listened to, and um, there were suggestions about looking at the kind of, of art that OMD had been yes. connected with in yeah. the past, particularly with their graphic work and very strong uh, architectural interests. Mm. And, um, and then um, Andy gave me three demo tracks these were quite sort of raw tracks at the early right. stage to listen to because I really wanted to get a feel for um, them as, as musicians yeah. so that I could interpret what I felt was going to be the appropriate thing for them or yeah. something that they, they may like. Yeah. So, so there were choices to make. And, of course, um, one of those was the fact that uh, one of the tracks was The Punishment of Luxury which was related to the, the painting in the Walker Art Gallery. So straight after that meeting, we sat here, and straight after that meeting with Andy and Lucy, I went off to the Walker Art Gallery to search <laughs> out the work and could see it there. And, and of course, I got an appreciation and started making notes about uh, the things that were coming into my head. So those, those initial ideas that he brought to you, were they, were they drawings he'd done or were they more um, paintings that he liked that, by other artists? Oh, no. They were just ideas. Right. Um, he, he talked about uh, the, the, uh, some of the, the themes that were going on in the songs Robot Man. Robot Man, Robot Man. Robot Man. Robot Man. Robot Man. Robot Man. 
So I got this feeling of something pretty rigid yes. and something black and white. And I started thinking about technology and connections and kind of circuit boards and things like that. Mm. Uh, so I had this kind of image going on and then there was the idea of glitch, which is lots of different things being put together or collected yeah. as if it's lots of colour, you know, so yeah. Andy talked about that. And um, and then, then it was kind of left, so creating something is a process. It doesn't just come all no. of a sudden. No. So they were the seeds for uh, developing, you know, the ideas that they were gone. Um, so time went on, and, you know, it was sort of three months uh, time when I was asked to come and present something which, you know, they would, they would look at. Mm. What I wanted to do is to give some choices. Yeah. So that it, it belonged to them, you know. And those early ideas that you came up with, were they pretty much what you ended up with? You just re ended up refining those or, or was it anything radically different? The thing that sort of came into my mind was the profiles of, of, of faces because they were the punishment of luxury seemed to have two faces, these two girls who were kind of joined yeah. but were floating in the air and they were, they were kind of looking at each other. And the more I thought about it and the more I wanted to get something over, it was not so much a visual image, but um, an idea of connection and relationship. Mm. Um, so it was the the ideas behind it. And I know when you you look at the work, you think, well, what's going on? What's the story behind yeah, it? Yeah, it is quite and, interesting. And I really, piece. you know, I kept very much to myself on all that. Yes. So that you know, it's the viewer. It's really important when it comes to a piece of work yeah. because the viewer will capture things that relate to themselves mm. and therefore, you know, the, the work itself is open for whatever interpretation, whoever looks at it, yes. owns that album and listens to the tracks and looks at that when they hear the, work, the music, um, can think for themselves. I remember when early on when he because um, he announced the album title quite a while back but obviously then there was all the work with you going on in the background and I remember thinking at the time because I was familiar with that the painting by Sagantini and I remember thinking that's quite a gloomy image to have on a record cover so I was really impressed when I saw what you Thank came you. up with because it was so vibrant and optimistic and and it just felt so apt for for, for the, the you know the concepts and themes of the album as and well. And over Andy, I mean, he's said this before, that the he's just sort of taken the title. The, yes. the idea behind that yeah. is not the theme of, of the song. If you listen to the song, Punishment of Luxury, yes. it's very much about consumerism and advertising and yeah. how that, you know, one can get trapped into a world which you don't really want to belong to. So, so there were some things about the album which, you know, at the cover, which related, I've got a line going round the edge with a gap, which is the frame of the, the painting, in fact. So there's a gap there, which you which you, you look at the profile on that side, he's looking up into it as if it's ah, trying to right, escape. Right. So there's lots of kind of interesting things going on, you know, with that. And the, the two sort of um, uh, designs in, in the faces, the profiles, were taken from studies and painting and painting that I had previously done. So they were, if you like, my art within the 
And with those other with those original pieces, very op art styled as well. Yes. Right. One thing that Andy did once was that, you know, if you I'm painting big, so I'm painting a hundred centimetre painting for that in acrylic. So it's a, it's a large scale canvas, mm. but it must look good at that size. Yeah. So what, <laughs> yes. you know, it's thumbnail postage size, stamp, yeah. you know, postage stamp um, on the on the internet and uh, you know on a web page. So uh, when Andy saw it, you know, both those things were big ticks. They, they yeah, he liked that. So you did a series of different paintings and I came along to the exhibition and looked through your portfolio, all of those uh, preliminary drawings and stuff, but you've, you've done the singles as well for Isotype and What Have We Done and Punishment of Luxury. Were they things that already existed or did you, were you commissioned, were you told this is the next single and here it is, have a listen to it and produce a cover for that? No, I was, I was commissioned to do a painting right. so that Andy could keep that painting. Um, and the, the graphic could be used, the image could be used then on the covers. And that was that was a, a one-off finished. Right. And and of course, um, the, there was talk later on when the hand, when the painting was handed over, September, sixteen. And um, at that at that time, I met Andy and Paul here to hand over. And um, you know, there, there was talk that there would be singles coming out. And at that time. I was only kind of, well, did I want to go and yes, do those yeah. or not? And, and I was in two minds what to do. Um, but the more I thought about it, the more I felt that I wanted to develop my images further. Yeah. And all those images came after the punishment of luxury. Right. So the painting I've called The Punishment. Right. And they all came afterwards. And uh, I wanted something strongly... Uh, connected, as if it's part of that group and family of, of work, and uh, I wanted to use the images, but in a different way. And and it quite naturally felt for me using the profile lines mm -hmm. in in different ways uh, as it as it comes, and particularly the the last one, which uh, it was just black and white. Yes. It was quite a sort of stretch. Will this work? Just black and white. Yeah. How does it feel seeing your work then? Because they're using all of those designs on merchandise, on the tour and things, and T-shirts. And I was walking through through Liverpool on the night of the thing, and someone had one on uh, on a backpack or something. And I remember thinking, it must be really cool for you as an artist to see a, a design travelling in that way in ways that you wouldn't necessarily see. You know, if your work's very gallery based, to see that more commercial application of it. Well, it is. It's. Um... It's very gratifying. Yes. It's a great privilege to do this. I felt, you know, to be to be asked. Um, uh, it's, it's an endorsement of, of your, your skill, your talent, and and I was pleased to do it and, and to see how it's been developed into other areas mm. as well. And I I did go along and see the the, the first concert at, uh, on, on their tour at the Empire, and to be part of that. And to see all the T-shirts and people, I felt like saying, you know, I'm the guy who, uh, who thought this up here and uh, do you want me to sign it? 
it's a really um, impressive collection of work. And I, I'm, I'm really pleased that you did do the singles afterwards because I think that's what's really nice about a, a campaign for an album that it feels like it's a cohesive whole. You have the album, then you have the singles, and then you have the tour that goes with it. And it all looks the same. And there's that kind of thought and attention gone into it. And OMD have always done that. They've always paid a lot of attention to the design side of what they do. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you for doing that. You know, as, as a fan of OMD and, and a fan of your work, I think it's, it's a really lovely combination. It's a, it's a pleasure. Um, it, it was um, at, at one stage I felt, am I going to get this? Am I going to get it? Inspiration doesn't, you know, you can't force inspiration or, or an idea. It's something that will suddenly come at the right time. And it took me a couple of months and I, I really felt, you know, something's not coming. And um, and when I met Andy, it was around about May, with the with a, a small paste-up of the actual cover. And I put it into CD cases to show them what it would look like. And they were thrilled and, uh, and happy. And, and my biggest... Um, Pleasure was uh, was the comments that I got from the bad guys that you know that the art is good and that, you know they say it's wonderful and they like it. Yeah. So to me, the fact that they like it, I did my job in the best way. Art is art. So what next for you in terms of working with, with them or within the music industry? Is there anything on the horizon for that or is, is it just about what comes along next for you, really? Yeah, wait and see. Oh, oh that's a I bit was, of a tease. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was, I was on Radio Merseyside just before the... Um, uh, with uh, Dave Monks uh, b- before the exhibition and he asked me this this question, and you know, what about other bands and, uh, you know, and, and OMD and... And of course, the work, the, the 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 scene that's going on in Liverpool as well. I'm, I am, um, I feel great to be part of a of a culture, and an art and a music scene, and it's great when it it connects mm. and comes together, uh, as it should do because yeah. it's all a creative process, and you know I'm thankful for a guy like Andy who has a commitment to art in general as well and. He's involved in so many ways to bringing it together. But I'm, I'd be happy to, to, to look at anything in the future. So people, uh, other people who might be listening to this, who, who've seen the artwork and um, may want to buy that as well. On, on the night, I bought one of the prints signed by yourself and Andy and Paul. And I believe there are still some of those available that people can get through the Dot Art website, which is dot-art.co.uk. Do you have your own website or do you use social media or Twitter or anything? Uh, no, I've got a website. It's right. just johnpetch.com. Right. So very simple. You can get that. And, and, and as well on that, I've got the, the, the singles posted on the, on the homepage with a connection to .org to buy. My website is basically a showcase website. So it's got a gallery of all my work. But um, the .org website are selling all the prints. So there are prints of all four of the designs available.
I'd really like to thank John for his time. We had a great chat and it was really interesting to hear the theory behind the work. And I'd also like to thank the people at Dot Art Gallery for giving us the space to have the conversation and for putting on the exhibition. I really enjoyed it. And if you want to check out John's work, have a look at his website and definitely have a look at the Dot Art website, dot-art.co.uk. Thanks for listening. Bye.